1: secret
2: little show. Sarah and Vinny, secret show for Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. Sarah Vinny, Nick and Brittany, we're all here. Thank you for joining us. Um, how is everyone? Great. Good. Nikki, I know today's the big day. Your mom goes to the hospital. Is there, yeah, was she... there a lot of uh, preparation yesterday? And
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we're all tired. We all kind of slept all day yesterday well (laughs) yeah you guys just got done with the wedding yeah I just I I feel like my body's just crashing right now I just feel exhausted but she went her surgery is scheduled at 7 this morning so she should be oh so
2: she would have been up early she was texting me
0: this morning because I think my dog knows what's going on and my dog will not leave her alone so she was Mm -hmm. texting me pictures of him at like 6 this morning
1: so. Yeah, they they know stuff. Yeah, I they believe they that. Say I that dogs that. can
0: smell
2: sickness on you mm-hmm. too. I don't yeah. believe ghosts, when something... but I believe
1: dogs know stuff. <laughs>
0: no, yeah. I, I do believe that. So he, um, like jumped on. Like whenever my mom's sick, he doesn't. He always lays next to her by her feet, and where his face is at the door to see who's coming in. He always does that when my mom's like has a cold. She, so sweet. she just had a cold too, not COVID because before surgery be they terrible. also had to te- they also. Um, had to test her, so she got multiple tests done of, for her COVID results. Because if well, she had COVID, they wouldn't have done her... anything. No,
2: I, I mean that wouldn't have, that have been yeah. absolutely horrendous? That yeah. is that would be the ultimate in bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and you're off the next couple days, mm-hmm. which is great. You're gonna you need that time, and obviously there's family matters that need to be attended to. Yeah, so. just gotta I know.
0: you know help out my dad, and yep. and like where to put her <laughs> when she gets home because... Oh, is she coming right home? The, yeah, because I... Um, probably oh. around three today. Really? Oh, yeah. they're gonna... Well, it depends on if she can... I guess for you to leave the hospital, you have to like pee or something. You have to like do bodily functions. Uh, yes, yeah, so they um, need to make sure that you're
2: farting and peeing. Yeah. yeah,
0: so until she does that, then she can come home after surgery.
2: Well, I would assume that these days, with all the things that they can do with the... Is it called laparoscopic? Mm-hmm. Like, they probably don't have to cut her wide open to to get at her uterus and...
0: No, I think... It, et cetera. We were talking about it last night. I think it would only be like two, two maybe three incisions at most. Damn. and Yeah. It's
2: yeah. crazy what they can do now.
0: It, when she got her gallbladder removed when I was in high school, it was just one.
2: Oh, tiny little thing.
0: Yeah, just out. like they sucked it out. Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's to think about yeah uh well anyway good thank you for the update and uh and we wish rose all the best here thank on the you sarah and Vinny. show i know she's gonna be her...
0: sleeping for most of it but she'll need help getting up out of bed and stuff sure. mm-hmm. well you're a good daughter and we're thinking about you too oh, as much you. time as you need it's
2: always i'm actually really surprised you're here this week <laughs> after that <laughs> wedding and all
0: the other I stuff think, i just it... think that's why i'm like really tired tonight. i'll I'm bet like, oh god that, that was a long weekend and then another long event happening it's just back to back
2: well it'll be nice once you're past it and on the healing side and yeah things mm-hmm. settle down the wedding is just completely behind you and
0: yeah that's
2: always yeah. a good feeling hopefully it's
1: i'll be remote <laughs> i definitely was talking to the missus recently and said to her you know what i'm starting to put together i guess it's it's i'm just a big fucking dummy I don't know why it took so long, but kids, there are no, there's no smooth sailing. Kids are, there's always some kid drama. You have kids, you get drama. That's the deal. Mm -hmm. And I just have finally started going, oh, right. Like there's sickness comes and you just deal. That's just it. Mm -hmm. And the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. That's just the way you have kids. You're not going to smooth sailings over. In fact, for those of you who like smooth sailing, don't have kids. <laughs>
2: right. That is an option. You think it isn't, but it is. And, mm-hmm. you you know, sure, there'll be moments in your life where you're like, oh, maybe if I had... And then you just go back on vacation.
1: and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back to those calm waters <laughs> for, where yeah, everything happens it. as it should. And you go, oh, yeah. my God, everything's sticking to, sticking to, to a plan the, gra- the grass is not greener.
2: It's actually covered in, in uh, sticky kid hand stuff uh-huh. and, uh, and cream crap. Yes. Isn't that what you call the diaper content? I do.
1: Cream crap is the worst crap. There's no question about that.
2: Yeah, Chutney. Oh, boy. Bless you. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. No, no, no. It can't be.
1: Oh, no. It's just a sneeze. Sometimes sneeze
2: doesn't happen. Dust.
1: Oh, that's Scott Capurro. Oh, no. That motherfucker. Between Scott and your husband. (laughs) <laughs> We're doomed. What the fuck is going on? Oh my I mean, god!
2: I'm totally. I'm. I'm fine. I just sneezed. That's no uh-huh. big deal.
0: But seriously, everyone around me is sick. I can't stand. Right. It. That's so Girl. weird that everybody's getting sick though. It it not just, just you. Just like there's me. other people that I know right have, have gotten sick.
1: Yeah, my kid's sick. Yeah, she's just cold.
0: I'm like, how are we getting colds if we haven't been around each other? Hold on. I think that. This, is this what? the fake Roy uh, Kent? Does Scott even know who Roy Kent is? FYI, regarding Brett, you know I can't see this, right?
2: Can't. What are we- what's happening? Uh, I don't know. What's <laughs> Scott happening. just we asked Scott to get Brett Goldstein, who plays uh, Roy Kent. He's there. He's there. He's is every fucking everywhere. where. Oh, Roy Kent oh, yeah. um, to be on the on our show, like he supposedly knows him, and he says. FYI, regarding uh, Brett, Brett G. Let me see what this says. He did He did text him back. He did... Oh, there's a smiley face with hearts. I guess that's what it is.
0: Oh, so he sent you a screenshot?
2: Of the direct message, which I'm not sure. What if
0: this means. is a fake person? What if I it's just Scott know. texting it's direct himself? Direct messages. And yeah. Scott changed the just, name. Well, so so that
1: doesn't him. mean he's about to call in and be on our show. <laughs> it just means he replied to Scott. Right. Great. If
2: he does come on our show, he should come on the secret show because apparently even in real life, he swears a ton. Oh, yeah.
0: I watched the Jimmy Kimmel interview and he was yeah. just swearing up a storm. Not like angrily, like not in the anger right. tone no, he, he does. Just, it's He's just, just talking and talking. just swearing up a storm. The way
1: people swear, yeah. Yeah. The way we swear. Well, at least on this great. Yeah. I would love to have him on our secret show. That'd be huge. Yes. It would be.
0: friend. That'd be. <laughs> yeah.
2: has to come on the secret show. Okay, now I'm going to stop looking at that, get that out of my face. Um, All right, you guys ready for bad advice? Yeah, man.
1: This one's serious. Oh, no. From cancer to serious, more serious.
2: (laughs) This isn't quite as serious as cancer. Well, I'll let you decide, okay? okay? I'll just read it to you. Hi, here's my problem. I'm an older mom with one biological child and two adopted children. Both of my children, both of my adopted children, were adopted through the foster care system. My daughter was three when she came to live with us. She was pulled out of a drug den. The system is a mess, and it took three years to legally adopt her, but it happened. It was one of the greatest days of my life. Fast forward eight years, her birth mother's out of jail and apparently sober for like the hundredth time. She wants to see my daughter. My daughter wants to see her. I allowed them to exchange one letter to each other that I read first to make sure that they were appropriate. She now wants to continue to write and perhaps see her. I'm very uncomfortable with all of this. The letter made me very angry. I'm her mother. I stayed up all night with her when she had nightmares. I got her therapy to deal with all the crap she put her through. I chose her over every anything and did not choose drugs and alcohol over my own daughter. Then I realized this is not about me. It's about her, and I need to do what's best for her. I told my daughter that maybe I'll let you see her when she's been sober for at least three years. Does this sound fair? I allow her to have a relationship with her half-sister and birth grandma, which is fine, but very dysfunctional. If I had my choice, she would never see her, ever. My adopted son was adopted from birth, and birth parents have nothing to do with him so much easier. Who wants to start?
1: Well, I guess I can start just just in that I you're, you being protective of her is, is the right thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I believe that. I also think, though, that uh and the wording you used is is understandable and normal and often that is the way people see someone who is drug addicted or alcoholic they they see that as a choice and and in in defense of the mom addiction can get you by the throat and you will do things you never thought you ever in a million years were capable of and you're only doing that because of your addiction or your ism. And that's not an excuse. And especially where kids are concerned, I would say that it's the worst possible thing you can put a person through. They don't have a choice. They can't get up and leave.
2: Nope.
1: So it is terrible. You are right to be careful with her. And defensive about it. But, but, but drug addiction is is a real thing that isn't easily broken. And and it's, it's something that, I can say, as a person who was had a really hard time quitting drinking, I wanted to quit. I didn't want to throw my career away, or my relationship with the lady I lived with, or any of the things that were happening to me. And yet, I could not stop. Right. And it took. I I've said this on the air many, many times. I relapsed a hundred plus times in my efforts to quit. And all of those efforts amounted to me being able to finally get off, but it took all that to get there. And I I don't know this person. I don't know if she wants to be clean or if she's, there's plenty of people who are fudging it daily. They'll take stuff so they can pee clean and then they'll do drugs the whole time until they fall off and ruin their lives again. Mm-hmm. I, I can't speak to that person, but I would say if you can somehow find a way to do that in a safe way, it's probably best for everyone involved, including the mom.
2: I I think that when you adopt, and look, I don't doubt your love, even just the way that you're tiger momming over this thing. I like, I feel it. I get it. You took over for someone who couldn't handle this thing. I don't think it's fair to ask a child who knows her own history to Go without acknowledging that there is another person there. I agree with you in a. I think. Uh, I think that in a controlled setting, I, I think she should be able to see her mom. You, the unfortunate thing for you, because you went through all, you did the momming. You are her. You're her mother for all intents and purposes. But her biological mother is still out there. There's this grandmother and this half sister involved. I mean, you knew when you when you took on a three year old foster child and went through the process of adopting her, that this was, there would be, there was certainly a chance that this was going to happen, even if it wasn't a guarantee. Um, And I I think the mom should see her kid, and I think the kid should see her, her mom, and... You guys should have open conversations. You could even say, man, I resent it. I mean, you know, maybe you can be truthful in this whole thing, too. I don't think a good idea. It's correct to be bothered by it for sure, right? I mean, I'd be bothered by it. Well, you're worried about her. Here's Mm -hmm. a person who's got a problem.
1: Right. Well, look, the truth is, and I say this as someone, again, who's gone through this, not everybody recovers. In fact, most don't. So, unfortunately, she may be okay now and she may not be okay soon or You know, months from now or years from now, it could still, you know, rear its ugly head and come back or not. And unfortunately, you're you're going to have to live in that unsteady place because this is her birth mom and because her birth mom is probably always going to circle back for that kid in times uh, in good times, I should say.
2: Right. I I think the three year ultimatum that you said on there, you know, you're asking if I think it's fair. I don't. I think that the kid should see her birth mom if that's what she wants and that's what the mom wants in a controlled you know monitored situation whether that's you or whether it's a social worker or whatever it is I don't I don't know if I would put all kinds of attachments onto stuff maybe maybe it'll actually be good for her to see her mom and her mom struggling and you know her mom who let her down pretty hard she was pulled out of a drug den like that's awful mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think yeah, she's growing. She's only going to resent you because she's becoming a teen. And I'm not sure exactly how old she's either 11, like she was pulled out when she was three. But Then she says it took two years, three years to legally adopt. Then it was four years later. I mean, eight years later. So she's either 11 or she's 14. But I would I would say allow this.
0: She probably is looking for closure in some type of way too. Probably wondering why her mom chose drugs. You know, it doesn't work like that, but Probably right. just wanting to see exactly why her mom chose that lifestyle over her, and it's nothing against you. She probably is just curious. Yeah, I would say that. Well, that's, the
1: draw that's the of your is. your your mom is strong, mm-hmm. and and even if your mom hasn't been the best mom, your mom still is your mom, and right. that's it's it's a tough thing that children of addicts go through, and often they end up. Six, seven, eight. You've seen it in movies, but it is real that these kids grow up and become the adult in that relationship. And they're yes. taking care of the, the parent because the parent is has let go of the wheel. Is and, and addiction is now running them. So it's super sad. It's not likely that she's going to turn up in your lives in a way that is... Positive. to to take the kid back and fully, oh, you know. Right. Yeah, that's try, not going to happen. That's very unlikely. Well, you so, adopted
2: her anyway. I mean, I think that legally she's sounds like she's surrendered some rights. You can't adopt a kid that the parent is saying no to. I Yeah, I don't, I don't think. know
1: enough about that. I don't really either. That's to say. True. So, but I do think that if you can <sighs> find a way to safely let them see each other, you know, the whole 3-year thing, it's so arbitrary. Look, you can fall off the wagon at 20 years and you can fall off at two days. It's mm-hmm. That is really real. I do believe you're better. Showing a track record is important. Yes. And so I understand why you said three years, but three years is so like random out of thin air that right. it's not necessarily s- supportable. Right. In a I, and I, the fact for, that they want to ex- format.
2: exchange letters, I, I mean... I think it's a I actually do think that at her age if I think she's 11 it, it's appropriate for you to look at those but at some point I think you need to let her if this is what she wants she'll just be waiting to escape you if if you don't allow this. And then the mother takes on a, a you know a mystical aura where you know there's this woman waiting for me. I I think you should let her see this. Yeah.
1: What you've taken on is profound. It what is. you've done up to this point is a miracle. You've saved a life. You've saved that little girl's life. And while I understand your protective, what did you call her? Tiger momming. uh, That, that I get that. Any mom would. Absolutely. That said, you've been this generous with your love and your life so far. And somewhere in the back of your mind, you had to know this was going to come up. Continue to try and be protective, but also generous because you've, You've done something most of us wouldn't do. Yep. Um,
2: yeah, here's to, you. to you.
1: Round of applause to you.
2: Continue to be brave. I just, I see you denying that as backfiring. Um, okay, there's that one. You want another one? Yeah. This is a follow-up to a show we did on the 12th. Um, The woman who was ghosted by a longtime friend. Uh, Do not use my name. First, uh, love the secret show five days a week. I do my best to listen live, but always have the podcast for the weekends if I miss one. Really hope that I can attend an in person secret show one day. Well, we hope that we have an in person secret show. We do too. That would be lovely. Yep. It's probably not going to be for a while. I mean, this thing is still happening. Right. So, this is a follow up to Tuesday, the 12th secret show on the woman who feels ghosted by a longtime friend. I met Tina in college. Tina in quotes. She was older than me and was like a mentor to me during my times in college. Once we graduated, I went overseas and traveled around and we lost touch. This is pre-internet. Then in our mid-30s, we randomly ran into each other. We were both married with kids and as it turned out lived in nearby towns. We reconnected and would meet up for lunch, dinners, etc. But I struggled with our friendship Tina is the person that likes the spotlight. Over the years, I've found she likes to be the one with the most money, the most toys, the most successful, best husband, etc. It can be exhausting. She was like this in college, but I think because she positioned herself as my mentor, I put up with it. I even found her interjecting herself into times in my life she was not a part of. One time when my teenager was struggling with horrible depression, she walked off campus in the middle of the school day saying she couldn't live like this anymore. Wait a minute here. One time... When my teenager was struggling with horrible depression, she walked off campus in the middle of the school day saying she couldn't live like this anymore. My husband and I were frantic, trying to find her, worried she was going to hurt herself. Luckily, we found her safe, and with therapy and support, she's doing much better. When retelling this story to a friend, Tina interrupted me and put herself into the story. She said I had called her during our frantic search, looking for our child to ask her what to do. I see what she's saying. It was so absurd and so not true and honestly hurtful that during this terrifying ordeal, she would think to put herself in the middle of it. I just ignored her interruption, but it has bothered me. She also made jokes over the years I found racist and homophobic. Oh, boy. But Tina was fun to party with, and we have a long relationship, so I kept up the friendship. COVID. Tina does not take it seriously, is not vaccinated. I distanced myself from her and have had excuses Uh, not to meet up my husband had COVID early on and our family has PTSD from it we are all very cautious and vaccinated meanwhile Tina was partying and out with people without a care in the world feeling guilty and running out of excuses to see her I finally had lunch with her last week outside of course she talked a lot about herself and asked if we were still hunkering down I explained we're going out occasionally but still being very cautious then I shared with her some exciting news my husband and I had purchased a second home this is something we've been talking about for years and we're so excited after I told Tina the news I showed her a picture and then she quickly changed the subject At that moment, I looked at my watch and saw we'd been at lunch for 45 minutes, and I was done with the lunch. Tina couldn't be happy with me for our new home. She can't stand not being the center of attention or that someone else may be more successful or have more money than her. I won't ghost her, but once I looked at my watch at the 45-minute mark, I decided I'm not going to waste any more energy on this relationship. If I see her, it'll be in small doses and not stress about giving her enough of my time. Tina is no longer my mentor, and I can't continue to stress about her actions and uncomfortable jokes anymore. So maybe the person that wrote in needs to let go of their old friendship too. We have friends for different times in our lives, and sometimes we just outgrow those friendships. Doesn't mean that there's ill will toward one another. Sounds like there might be a little ill will here. Uh, it's just time to move on. I realize I've wasted too much energy on Tina, and it's just not worth it. Friends should be supportive with one another and not competitive. And huh. uh, then she goes on to thank us for carrying everybody so through the last giving eighteen advice. months. I so see. yeah, so she's Great. actually giving advice. Yeah, Although good. she needs some advice, too. Like, um, you should have ghosted Tina a long time ago. That's weird. That no, is so weird. She didn't want to ghost her. That's weird. Yeah, I would, she... I would absolutely ghost that chick. I, she had me at racist and homophobic jokes. <laughs> I don't like that. That's right. That is no good. Mm. Um, yeah, so she's giving it. You're right. Follow up. All right.
0: I like it. I was lost there for a second. I thought I was too. I, I couldn't was like, quite, is this get what she was two saying. Stories. Like I was confused for a second. But But it is weird that she's
2: like, you know, that's I everybody knows that person that just they, they keep they always bring it back to themselves. No matter what anybody's talking about, they find a way to relate it to something in their own life so that they can tell their story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know this person who just like she absolutely is not listening to you. She's not <laughs> listening. And she's just Waiting for you to pause in your sentence so that she can start her story. Mm-hmm. It's aggravating.
1: You know what? Uh, on the flip side, I have had a couple friends that... And it's only because of this show where I've talked my fucking brain out and I'm done. And then I talk to a buddy who's who seems to only have the drama and always have stories and wants to... Blah, blah 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 blah. Go and go and I'm happy to just sit there and let them talk, mm. and I even just kind of wait. And I, I've I've definitely sat there and thought, I wonder if this conversation will end with oh, and how are you? And it doesn't. No. And it's okay. <laughs> and I don't I don't trip on it. But because I have already, I have other things and people I lean on. I'm not tripping on it. And because I've already talked my brains out, I'm happy to just listen. But I know how that. (laughs) I know how that person fits in my life, though. I know that person uh, isn't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're a bad person, but I don't think they're capable of seeing the relationship as one sided as it is. I don't think they see it that way. I just think that they're like, well, this is who we are as friends. And and that's okay. But I wouldn't lean on that person. I wouldn't right. expect that person to be there for me because they would be too busy going, but what about me? Yeah. You, no, oh, you're I- my therapist. I'm not, yeah. you're right. Right. I'm not your therapist. <laughs> right. So, and it's okay. It's fine. But that's, I think we all have different dynamics with people. Yeah,
2: that, that is true. When it and breaks
1: into, you know, there's, you know, racist crap being flown out of their mouths, yeah, that, that, was a that changes. Up. Like, you, oh. you know, you don't want to stand next to that person because you're going to get that on you
2: mm-hmm. and you're going to get COVID because they're not vaccinated <laughs> and they're not, they don't take it seriously. I mean, there's a lot wrong with this person, but the racist and homophobic stuff, I'm like, well, that's enough of that.
1: Mm-hmm. So thanks, anyway. thanks for letting
2: me know who you are. Got to mm-hmm.
1: go. Right now. Yeah.
2: Anyway, there's that one. Uh, and I got one more here that I'll squeeze in. Um, hello, fam, uh, radio fam slurps all around. Don't say my name. I am in need of some quick advice, uh, quick bad advice of the, am I the asshole variety? Probably. Probably. (laughs) We'll let you know. (laughs) Maybe not. Uh... My cousin's husband recently passed away. I like this cousin a lot, but we only see each other on holidays, the occasional family party, so we're not particularly close. And although her husband's been at every family event for 30 plus years, I never got to know him at all. But my... Uh, my whole big family is close with this cousin including my parents I would have liked to go to the memorial service but I just found out they're having it on my birthday although I don't have any plans yet when I found out the date my first instinct was well I'm not going to that but I know my parents and whole family expect me to go and pay my respects part of me thinks I should go but I just can't get my head around spending my birthday at a funeral am I being selfish am I the asshole yeah many thanks from an SMV fan.
0: I think so because you can celebrate next year and it's half the time when they plan these things It has nothing to do with like the date as uh, memorable or anything. It just so happens that sometimes that's when the body's ready and you just got to do it then. And during COVID times, you're going to take the, t- the day that they give you. Right. So it has nothing to do with your birthday and you, your family's probably going to be like, Oh, she didn't come. Cause it was her birthday. Okay. Like you're still alive. You can celebrate another birthday. I
2: like that. I wonder if this... Because I wonder if they are doing a memorial because the person died during COVID. And so, cause like we couldn't go to yeah. John's aunt's funeral. Like yeah, she died right at the that. beginning of, it was mm-hmm. fucked up. I mean, our poor, poor uncle Art, like grieving alone. Like couldn't go see anyone, nobody to leave. Uh, it, it was yeah, fucking my, uh, my, awful. My, my
0: uncle died during COVID. So maybe, it's awful. Like, yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm.
2: so if this is a memorial where everybody's getting together and it's kind of a family party, um, I think you should go. I, I, you're not an asshole for being and you're not so everybody wants to no, celebrate you're not their asshole. birthday you yeah. know that like nikki's right you you got other birthdays and stuff i do think that because you're already kind of beating yourself up but you're not your fucking birthday's ruined anyway just I, I say go to this see your family you'll have a nice time there remind everyone it's your birthday by the way it's my birthday yeah, yeah maybe if it's like a lunch you thing. can't get this
0: shindig <laughs> if it's a lunch thing then maybe they'll take you out to dinner yeah maybe you know And if it's a lunch thing, you can leave that night and go do
2: something for your birthday. Yeah. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I think you should go. Or have a brunch. But that's just me, Vinny. What you I don't care
1: about birthdays. So to <laughs> me, I don't, I don't, I'm, I always look, I know there are people who treasure their birthday, They yep. yes. love the day. The it's birth- their the day. birthday period. They the want everyone. And I don't, I'm not against you. I'm not down on you. I just don't give a fuck about birthdays. So to me, that is not an excuse to miss anything. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know, what do they say? They made it another rotation around this. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look, awesome celebrate yourself all day every day and then you don't have to worry about these birthday events they just try to live life and enjoy things and frankly that's just it's weird when you hear grown-ups say but it's my birthday
0: what? well that's another thing because i feel like grown-ups are just like oh yeah it's my birthday thanks like they just don't want to make a big deal yeah i don't it.
2: even want to <laughs> hear about my birthday who gives a shit yeah like, you're the only one who gives a shit about your birthday um, okay, so three out of four of us say go, Bryn. I'm a pretty firm believer. Do what the fuck you want. Uh, if
1: you want to celebrate your birthday by yourself and nobody's gonna be there, or with your friends, do that. You know, I I also do believe in paying respects to people yes. and the yeah.
0: family. Um, so, but. I don't know i say if you care that much
2: about your birthday and it's gonna ruin your fucking week or month or year Hooman would be really bummed if the, yeah if you're Hooman go ahead and have your birthday yeah. like so, we're gonna you compare know. you to Hooman from now on
1: well no for the record though the, he's not the only one that's like that I know no, right tons I ha- and I even have I qualify what I'm saying because I have really good friends that I like a lot who are like this who have a birthday mm-hmm. week who are celebrating and I appreciate them and i appreciate their their joyful celebration of the day they were born that they had nothing to do with (laughs) yay i'm
0: here and i'm still here Flopped out of your mom and now
1: you're you know it's this it's me
0: day everybody who knows you has to celebrate with you my sister i think two two of my cousins got married on her birthday (gasps) and she still showed up how dare they and you know, it wasn't until after. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, we're so sorry. She's like, I don't care. Like, she was. Yeah, who I think, cares? 16? I got to go
2: to a party on my birthday.
0: Yeah, I think she was 16. And then. <gasps> Her sweet 16 <laughs> no. they got married on? Yeah. That's actually.
2: I don't oh. know. That is well, kind not of gonna, a big day. It's you know, one of those
1: things where you don't change your wedding date. Yeah. That you plan for so long for your cousin's 16th, 16th birthday, birthday. I just,
2: don't know. Yeah. Ah, it's a big day who cares
0: <laughs> she well, still went no to a party way. that's how she that's how my sister looked at it it was like it's well, still sure. a party. it was a
2: party right there you go i mean the well, only I'm difference sure is this it's is not going. a funeral yeah
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> let go to this funeral go to this memorial and let it remind you how lucky you are to be alive
0: yeah go yes. to the funeral with the birthday hat on yeah,
2: yeah. so
0: <laughs> do we all four agree that she should go bryn is kind of saying no i'm saying do what you want okay and if if that's not going to the funeral, then don't go to the funeral. Even if you're yeah. not close to them, because like my cousins, I'm close to my cousins, but sometimes their spouses I'm not that close to. Right. And But, but I you're not going go. for the spouse who died. You go you're going for, for your cousin, cousin who's alive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Well, you should go. to do it. Yeah, I think you should go too. <laughs> but you're not... You're not really an asshole if you don't. I mean, <laughs> everybody can't go to everything. But and you people know.
1: love their birthdays. I can't get there in my head. But I understand that for many people, it's real.
2: I hate my, my birthdays more and more as time goes on. I'm like, what? This <laughs> is
0: fucking five? Are you kidding me? I feel like my birthday is after the holidays. So I feel like coming down from the holidays and then next week, I'm like, Oh. Shit, it's my birthday. Like I kind of... Oh yeah, I when forget. is your birthday again? January twenty first.
2: Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, at least you got something to look forward to in January, other than miserable weather.
0: Well, then my little sister's birthday <laughs> is a week before mine, and people focus on that birthday, and then when mine comes around, like, oh yeah, your are birthday. I've got another birthday. Oh boy! Yeah. Coco, jeez, Coco, geez. Yeah.
2: man. Boo Burn. Fucking <laughs> <do>.
0: <laughs> the middle child's always forgotten, so I'm not surprised. Oh. That's true. And you're one of two middle <laughs> children. You're <Yeah>. double forgotten.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Jan. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> Jan she's are you Peter or Jan? You must be Jan, even Peter got more attention than Jan did. uh <laughs> all right, we are done. uh Vinny, give me the magic words the end.